I'm assuming not, right? No. Were you, were you, no, we can't hear anything. No, what, I haven't. Trying to put the intro on it or something. <laughs> I tried, but it didn't work. <laughs> well, no one else can hear it, but it'll still come through, so fuck it. You just have to listen to me. I'll edit it in post. Edit in post, that's fine. I'm responsible for this. <laughs> okay, alright. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Loss of Lieutenant. We are back and we are live on Discord uh, for episode... I don't know what episode we're on. What episode are we on, Nick? Ooh, that's a good question. It's got to be slightly above 50. It's <laughs> just slightly... <laughs> <laughs> Let me just jump onto the uh, onto the. Anyone in the live chat probably want to tell us maybe I don't know fifty four, fifty six. Does that sound right? I don't think we've done six episodes since we did our last live with Lost Me Up. Right. Surely I've been I've been I've been unreliably informed it's 50, episode fifty six. Yeah, fifty six. It's been confirmed. Fifty six is the episode. Welcome, welcome back, listeners, uh, to another exciting episode of Lost the Lieutenant uh, on tonight's show. You are joined by myself, Kevin, and as you've just heard there, Nick. And as I Nick said, Nick is uh, here as well. Nicholas yeah, is here. So and uh, on tonight's episode, some, oh sorry, Nick. Exciting. Yeah, oh, sorry. Just jump, Fuck. Gonna jump you are going to jump in on me. Yes, okay. The wonders of live yeah, radio. To, to to let you know that, uh, as I'm sure you're aware, Kev, but we got some real exciting stuff, which um, to talk about, which is like the this this plastics and all this information from the new um what's it called the new studio update that they recently did but the main thing that we want to talk about is this uh this new thermoplastic co cast that's, that's coming down the pipe from from cb so yeah we uh we were lucky enough to get uh, uh advanced release of the cb's first thermoplastic miniature the new vostok um for nomads so i'm holding up a bit of it right now for people to have a look at um and uh, yeah as you said as well we're also going to do the usual preamble and, and check in so uh nick what's been happening well uh, as i mentioned before i'm in the middle of moving house right now and uh melbourne has just entered into another lockdown so in terms of gaming not not that much gaming um <laughs> for, for me um but i like i have been getting into the swing of things up at up at axes and ales to get a, a game in almost every week when we are able to go there, which is great. I've been really enjoying heading up heading up there and having a having a couple of having a couple of drinks and um, getting on the uh, getting on the gaming as well. So Yeah, it was great. It's uh, yeah, we're into lockdown number six or lockdown five point one as some people said because we never actually came out of the fifth one. Um, it's fuck you, Sydney. But we through the power of technology we can still gather and we can still um, have a bit of a have a bit of a laugh um yeah axes and ales only just got started back up again after the last lockdown and then they plunged back in again so hopefully this one will get out this managed, in a couple i managed weeks. to go to the i managed to get a, get a game in at the one uh, one session that they had before we had to shut down again so oh yeah good no i do love that place um axes and ales shout out to viv from knights of dice yeah, he does wonderful terrain and you should all check him out yeah. Um, actually, so I had a. Um, it was actually a really great game that I recently had at Axis and Owls with um, with Kirby, um, who was playing Corregidor, uh, Corregidor, um, Nomads, which is is pretty new for him. Um, what he was telling me was that uh, he's got a mate who's big into painting, but not much on the gaming side of things. Doesn't have the um, doesn't have the the I guess the 
they don't have the sand quite to uh, to commit to uh, fully dedicating himself to Infinity, but absolutely loves the models. So he's got a mate who's painting up all the the Gregor stuff, which which Kirby's going to field at BCB. Um, when it uh, when it comes along, so uh, it, it was my uh, white banner versus his Gregidor, and I've played Kirby. I've played Kirby loads of times before, and when he told me that he was playing Gregidor, I was like certain that he had said um, Caledonians because I know that he plays Caledonians. Mm-hmm. And when he started deploying and like puts down all these nomad units, like he puts the first thing he puts down is um, uh, the mission that we played is uh, capture and protect. Yep. Um, so it's like capture the flag type thing, right? Um, the very first thing that he does is take a, um, a, uh, a, a model and uh, deploy, roll roll his dice to infiltrate past the midline, right? And I forget the name it. of them. It was, yeah, no, it was one of those things that's got a repeater and doesn't go into oh, wow. camo state. Okay, so he yeah. was just, just going to go it's like... Yeah, just going to throw it yeah, straight into your butt. That's it. And so, so it throws it straight up there. It puts like, yeah, it's like I've got this. I've got a Moran. I'm infiltrating. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What, what faction are you playing again? Because <laughs> um, I was sure at that by that point that he that when he told me Gregidor, I was what I heard was uh, Caledonians because I've played against him with Caledonians previously. So, um, and he told me like I'd, I've had that in my brain for like two days from the day before when he told me that he did tell me he was playing Gregidor, but I just read it. As Caledonians, so as Cal- I came it starts with game. C. I mean, sure, it, exactly. it's, it's, it's an easy it's, thing yeah. to mistake to it's, make. Um, it's got a similar number of syllables. Right. Um, <laughs> Ryan is McMurder. Ryan isn't known for his uh, um, like monogamy when it comes to factions. So it's 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 fair. It's fair to think that he would have played something yeah. completely. You know, yeah, yeah, fair enough. And, but but like I mean, I've I've played I've played him in. Pretty much every one of the factions that he plays, right? But I'd never seen him play nomads. So for him to start dropping down nomad units, I just had like a whole brain, brain, like complete brain fart, thinking, "What is what is actually happening here? I'm, am I? Is is this the same game that I'm that I'm that I'm looking at that I'm looking to play?" So clearly, clearly showing, clearly showing your, uh, uh, I don't know, I was going to say age, but not age isn't the right word. Uh, not not even inexperienced because that sounds uh, disingenuous, but just being like, what what is there some other faction out there that maybe is a mixture of nomads in Caledonia? Is that what you was going through your head? That's 100%. Yeah. Is there an N two army that has uh, Morans in it? All right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Just for the benefit of our uh, audio-only audience, we have had a couple of people join the chat, so uh, you'll probably recognise the voice of um, Jacob there. And um, we did we did have uh, our, our local Ben Ben there, who's not a part a member of the podcast, but he decided to just come on and then just start chatting, which is fine. Uh, welcome, Ben. We didn't we didn't uh, we didn't mention before if you come on if you can mute yourself. But um, of course, thank you, thank you, Ben, for um, for helping us out there with the uh with the caledonia um <laughs> information uh, but carry on carry on uh nick yeah so it was a it was a super it was a super clutch game actually the first turn so kirby went first and um he just like gave me a proper right punch in the nose right just took out his first turn i reckon he, he killed five different things right um and so at that, like going into my first turn, I'm already on the back foot. And I'm like, okay, I've lost all of these different things. 
what am I going to do to sort of re-establish my position and um, and then try and scrape through and get something out of this game, right? Because he really gave me a solid kick in the teeth in his first turn. It was a, it was a really solid alpha strike and just sort of picked apart the pieces that I'd left out, which I probably didn't need to have left out as much as I did. What did he end up um, removing at the start? Uh, I took out both my monks... He took out uh, Liang Kai because everyone does. Um, <laughs> yeah, poor Liang Kai. He's such yeah. a great profile, but he just left um, past turn one. He took out... I had a... Um, uh, not a Rushi, a Lu Duan. I had a Lu Duan pretending to be a, a Rushi. He, he took that out. Um, and there was maybe one other thing. I can't remember exactly. But, like, I, like basically, I had a good solid chunk of my list taken out. In his first why were you? Why were your monks standing with the dicks out? Well, they, they, they great question, Jacob. Too far out, but they were <laughs> far enough out to be taken out. In we, can, we can just put it down to the beer. The, the, just we can just put it down to the beer that you're consuming during the game. And so like, I mean, it, like the, the it wasn't the the table itself was it had like a lot of nice large pieces of terrain on it, but it didn't have many smaller pieces and not much scatter. There yeah, was that, no scatter on there as well. As, as, and when there's no when there's no scatter, it does it means that you don't really have that much to necessarily hide behind. Um, because yeah, some of those know, some, even if you're behind a big building, you still if someone comes around a corner, you're you're, it's, you're in the open. Yeah, no, some of those some of those buildings from axes and nails um, have a tendency to have lots of uh, buildings, but nothing really very small. So what that ends up meaning is that you might have three or four buildings in your DZ that you can hide in and around, but that's literally where your entire army is hiding in and around. So you, you, it tends to, you kind of have to clump things up if you're going second or, mm-hmm. or, or put things on rooftops, which are, which is fine. But if you plan to move off the rooftop, then you're exposing yourself to fire as well. Um, yeah. I think I've said before, some of those tables could do with a few bit more scatter. So this is a in real life game, just before lockdown, I'm guessing. It was, yeah. Um, thanks, for, thanks for Sorry. thanks for tuning in on time, Jacob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, um, two weeks ago. Well, God forbid, because I was going to ask what army were you playing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so then, like, I, so I went into the, the start of my turn and basically did something that I normally reserve for turn two or three, which was to use almost all of my command tokens to put everything into one group so that I could have at least a decent pool to try and, and, and come back um, from from my position. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I basically just turned around and was like, okay, like looked at a few different angles, tried to figure out what I can do uh, here or there. I walked around to his side of the table with my tiger soldier in my hand and, he, and i was like you know what i'm gonna do i'm bringing on the tiger soldier and spent a good five minutes trying to find like the perfect spot to drop this tiger soldier because of like these things that he had in all different places with with mimetism and with um uh, uh mimetism next six he had quite a lot of that as well and um just like there was there was nothing there that I really had a really good shot to be able to, to take out. So I'm like, I'm just going to have to try and brute force something or even try and do a little bit of finesse work with, with the Tiger Soldier. 
So I reckon I spent a good five minutes trying to figure out where I'm gonna drop this tiger soldier. Found the, the perfect spot for him. I'm like, okay, he's, he's got a five-man castle link team in one corner of the table, and then like a three-man Harris with the um, with the, the, the two wound um, or the two structure remote, and um, a couple other dudes in that in a Harris. The Volstock, the thing we're talking and about tonight. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. And uh, so, okay, maybe I can get it in a certain position to try and uh, take out that uh, not the five man link. It was too much of a too much of a of a, of a hill. But um, the perhaps maybe try and pencil out pieces of the of the three man. Well, the three man. I'm assuming um, just because just because I played Ryan with a similar list. I think it was it was a Vostok, Evader, Engineer, and a Jaguar. That's correct. Yeah, yep. that's it. Yeah. So. Um, which is which is um, a pretty pretty nasty combination. Um, yeah, because you got the engineer that can repair the Vostok. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, engineer uh, Evader is a decent decent gunfighter. You got Jaguar for CC and smoke. So and it's pretty good. I didn't realize and, when I took a look at the Vostok, it's immune to AP. Yeah, it's a pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, so it is. Yeah, definitely. It's um, it's nasty. It's nasty. Yeah, yeah. And now we've got a new special plastic. It's now 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 it comes in plastic. So it's just easier to crush <laughs> underneath your foot. That's all it is. That's what it is now. Um, and uh, yeah, so I literally spent about five minutes trying to figure out where I'm going to put the Tiger Soldier. Uh, then I had to. Uh, I had a Evo remote, so I buffed the drop. So I needed a 15. Rolled a 16. Oh bummer. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, he just walks in from the side of the table then, uh, over on my end of the uh, on my end of the board. So, uh, oh, looks like Julian's jumping. Oh in no! Well. Okay, quickly, <laughs> get your get your story finished because you're not going to get an age, <laughs> warning age wise in a second. <laughs> and so from from that point, I'm like, okay, I've got really, I've got one option left here, which is my five man link with the uh, Shang G APHMG, and I'm going to walk up the table and throw bullets at you until I don't have any more bullets to throw, basically. And so that's what I did. And but I managed to do it quite successfully. Took out a couple of the pieces. He had maybe one or two pieces of his link team standing up. Managed to take both of those out. There was a um, just like a regular dude with a sniper rifle. Took him out with the APHMG and then a couple more pieces in the midfield that I managed to, to take out with that link team. And then by the end of my turn, I had moved them up to the centre of the table and just sat them there. And um, the, we spent the next two turns flogging blows back and forth until it came around to the final turn um, where I still had a decent amount of things alive on the table, and so did, so did Kirby, but I, I, he had a bit more of a bloody nose than I did. Um, but he was nowhere near my um, my console. I was nowhere near his console, and he still had a five-man link sort of standing around it. So at my at the end of my third turn, sorry, at the start of my third turn, uh, I had one model very close to his HVT, and uh, so I realised that, and was like, I'm not going to spend any more orders because I've just if I finish the game right now, I achieve. Uh, secure the HVT, and you don't get your classified. So I won one zero. Oh, and 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 capture and protect ended the way it so often ends with right. nobody scoring anything because nobody can. No one, no one touching any points because everyone's castled up too much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one one nil on. It uh, wasn't even my uh, wasn't even my proper um, classified objective. It was the secure the HVT. But it was funny how it happened. Um, my uh, 
classified objective was the one where you have to um, touch an enemy unconscious model and pass a whip check. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I had a model standing right next to his Vostok, and I was like, "Ooh, do what if I if I which was unconscious at that point, if I walk up and touch it and roll the whip roll, I'll get like two or three arrows from different directions, and I get one chance at it." And I was thinking about it, and then Kirby looked at me and said, "It was like." What are you thinking about? You're already getting the HVT because you're standing right next to it. You don't need to get your actual classified because you can get secure HVT. It's like, oh shit, yeah. So that's how the game ended. Something, yeah, that's a it's a good point. Something that often often gets overlooked, or at least uh, several players overlook that when they have a when they're trying to do their classified, and then you're like, oh wait, hang on, I can just do the easier classified. It's just secure HVT. So great. Yeah. What about you, Kev? Uh, any games? Any games recently? Um, so I've had a couple of games of uh, Code One um, on TTS uh, because I've got a bit of a hard on for. Oh, here we go. Uh, hi, hi, Julian. How you going, buddy? Couplings. <laughs> oh, there. Yeah. Okay, Julian. I heard you trying to play some stupid music, and that's why I muted you. <laughs> That was that was a mistake. That was actually me so walking into. I'm muting now. <laughs> I don't. I don't want you to. I don't want you to blast the whole chat with some the name theme song from an eighties movie. Okay. No, no, that was That's that was me. Happen. So I'm unmuting you now. Hey, J- hey, Jillian, can we see more than your forehead? Would well, that be nice? You've got a lovely forehead, but we'd like to see the rest of it. Hello. I can't see which way the fucking camera facing. <laughs> Is it, does anyone have a does anyone have a mum or a dad a bit like Julian when it comes to technology? I think that that's yeah. um, pretty pretty. Yeah, no, I'm making I'm making dumplings. Face FaceTime and the camera just slowly gets lower and lower and lower and like further further tilted upwards as as the as the uh, as the video goes on. There you go. There you go. I'll turn it around now. See, look, my dumplings. No. Oh yeah. Oh, lovely. Don't judge the dirty stove. I cooked bacon and eggs this morning. You know how that can be. I, I guess. Um, anyway, so, so okay, and as as always, Julian, thank you for your contribution. Um, yeah, no worries. Sorry about the music before I was walked into the living room and I just heard the speaker. Uh, Julian, I've, I've, I've muted you again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I don't think it worked. I don't think we can mute him. Um, anyway, so we are uh, we are currently live on Discord, Julian, and I'm also recording this for a future for an episode. So. Yeah, no, it's gone. All right. Excellent. Right, so I was about to say I've been playing a couple of games of Code 1, so I'm um, getting quite uh, excited um, about playing Code 1 since the Nomads and Ariadne factions dropped, and I've actually been playing uh, a few games of um, Code 1 with Ariadna. So um had... Oh, yes. Yeah. Because that's our current... Um... Our current monthly exactly yes challenge is to yeah. play a game of Code One. Yeah, our current monthly challenge is to play a game of Code One. Uh, so I played a couple of games over the weekend with a couple. Of, sorry, no, was it the weekend or was it earlier in the week? It might have been earlier in the week actually, with a couple of um, locals uh, from Melbourne who we haven't actually seen uh, around in a while, uh, Chris and David. Um, so they they neither of, neither of them have played many games of N Four. Um, and I don't think any games of Code One, so it was good. It was good fun. Yeah, took a couple of games of Firefight. I took um, all of the two wound models I could find in Ariadna. So it's like, um, you know, uh, sure. Wallace and uh, Wolfgang and the Cosmosoldat and 
the bear pod and Caden and like they've actually got a lot of two-win models in, in Ariadna and they all slap like they all like short range but Jesus Christ like they all have plus two inch to their dodge um high fizz really really fun to run around the table uh so yeah I played a couple of games there I played a I think it was a game against it's a pano no I think it might have actually been no two two games of against O12 so that was heaps of fun 25 points um, highlights of the game were, um, you know what? Actually, most of the highlights of the game were like forgetting things that don't exist in Code One. <laughs> is kind of the thing that we noticed where you'd be where like I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example, like not being able to use guts to fall prone. So like you know you've got a guy standing in the ARO or not. A good example was, I had Wallace who had like blitzed up the left flank on my first turn engaged a couple of pieces put a couple of pieces down tried to kill a beta trooper but ran out of orders um and then in his turn he moved his beta trooper climbing plus up onto the wall up up the top of the wall and then like got into wallace's back arc and just kept shooting him with an smg until he died and be- and because i couldn't fail guts I just had to keep hoping that I dodged to turn yeah, Wallace around, yeah. but he never did. So then, you know, Wallace just died. Um, but that was a very effective way of getting rid of Wallace because um, he's he's pretty he's pretty damn good. Like a BS thirteen plus one damage AP rifle, quite is quite nice. Um, and and yeah, I just had a lot of fun playing with Ariadna, uh, running like tank hunter. Like one list was like a whole bunch of fast speedy close combat stuff and then the second list i ran was a whole bunch of camo so like more typical ariadna but um like as a player who, as someone who doesn't play ariadna i had a lot of fun running um usha and tank hunters and um chasseurs and stuff like that um, and we managed to play two games in like just over two hours which was awesome. That's, that's that's amazing part about Code One, right? I mean, yeah. for, for, it does have some misgivings, particularly for people who are like purists for the full version of the game. But the fact that you can play it is so quickly, and um, it's just like so streamlined. It's yeah, and uh, and that was with two two players who are pretty new to the game um, and on TTS, which can take a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, it's a fun game, and I think. People, at least the, the feedback I got from from players who I've played games against, have said like it's it's a shame that um, they feel like they're getting pushed into playing N four too quickly. Like they'll play a couple like games of Code One and then be like, okay, right, let's do um, N four, or the or what will happen is people will come into the game immediately start wanting to play N four because they don't know Code One exists. Which I guess is I don't know if that's just a problem on CB's part of view point of view or the community that they're in that they don't push code one more um, because I think there's a lot of Julian. Sorry, you still there? I'm still there, but I'm just um, Julian's. I don't know doing something. Um, yeah, I don't think there's enough. Yeah, Julian, can you mute yourself? Yeah, I'm still muted. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck happened. Anyway, I was going to say, I played Ryan the other day in a game. He fucking smashed me. Yeah, get good, scrub. Yeah, I know. I know. It's what happens. I, I played um, uh, Assassins for the first sending, time. I'm, I'm sending Julian a message saying that we do not want your dumplings on stream. Thank you. 
Hang on, hang you on. You don't want to Wait, on stream. Hang on, why are we moving on? I was, I hadn't actually finished talking yet. I just was trying to tell J Julian to mute himself because all I can hear is him. No one's, no one's moving on. It's just you and me, Kev. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I was all really wanted to say, I guess, was just like a little bit on, on, on that code one. And uh, I think people, yeah, it'd, it'd be good to see more, more, more people try it. And if they don't like it, um, that's fine. But if they, if they at least give it a try and, um, push newer players into playing it a bit more, I think would be good for the community. Cause yeah, I just see a lot of players be just, a lot of, play, a lot of players just kind of not want to play it at all. And, um, I think there's a lot of... Uh, useful reasons why Cold One exists. I mean, CB put all this in energy into making the game, and it doesn't get any play. Now, of course, now, now there are like problems with the with the game, actually with the army as well, because like Ariadne needs, needs to be updated on the on the list a little bit. But yeah, I'd like to see more people play it. Which well, would be great. I mean, and like, I mean, to, to be honest, like, I mean, I'm sure this makes great live content. But while you've been talking there, I've just been checking out the Cold One army builder for Ariadne because I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Hmm. And um, there's some pretty nice options here, and everything in that's in here is like what makes up the core of basically. Can I mean you've got Rockots and the um, William Wallace and the things that are sort of featuring in the new, obviously the new pool, which is also for and for your Cosmo flock. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, and I mean I understand why people don't want to play it. Like veterans don't want to play it, and that's that's totally fine. Like that's 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 fine. But it just from what I've noticed is there seems to be like people will come into the game store, or you know the game store because we don't have a game store right now. We've just kind of got the online space where people ask, and the first thing they ask is what sectoral should I play, or what faction should I pick up first? And people are going. Well, it depends what sectoral you want to play. Like, oh, you can get this, like, you know, 300-point army box. I'm like, hold on. Like, just take it back a step. We've got Wildfire. We've got Cold Front. Sorry, not Cold Front. Kaldstrom. And now we've got Crimson Stone. Why aren't those the places that people should be pushing people? Yeah, okay, sure. If someone wants to play ALF, then tough shit. But there are other ways to go about it. And I feel like the conversation can sometimes be not... You know, it doesn't start with code one. It starts with other questions, which then can be difficult to pull back to code one. When you start talking about sectorials, you're immediately kind of pushing somebody away from code one. Um, yeah, which and I, like, I, I don't disagree at all. I think um, starting off with code one is a, is a perfect starting point, and I think we need as as veteran players, when you're dealing with someone who is a newer player, you need to be talking, having that, the code one conversation. You can't be forcing someone down the path of N4 before they're ready for it because everybody, everyone who plays Infinity knows that it is, there's a lot there. And to be able to have that on-ramp of, of N4, sorry, code one, um, needs to, you should be taking advantage of that. Yeah, I mean, with the exception of, the, of the, I think what I said before, but guts. I think guts is there's a few there's well, yeah, there's, um, there's definitely a few rules. The, we've just had in the um, in the chat here, um, Abiscus has said that code one plus guts yeah uh, makes a fun quick game. So what do you what are your thoughts, Kevin? On yeah, no, I totally totally agree with, totally agree with Abiscus with, with guts rules with guts because guts is such an important part of N four of of Infinity to remove it from code one. It creates two problems. It creates a problem where you have to add a rule in when they go to N4, but it also completely changes how you play your games of Code 1. You know, you're not leaving things up in ARO because you've got no way to get them to go prone until they die or until you pass a dodge roll. But when you're like, one dice on 11s versus four dice on 13s, you're probably going to die before you fail, before you pass that roll. 
Um, so I think, yeah, what Abisca said about adding guts in would make it um, better for new players, but also better for veterans too, because I think that's something that veterans kind of miss about playing N4. And I think that's one of the fundamental problems with Code 1, is that it's a great on-ramp, but there's still, there's like, it's kind of, it's a great on-ramp, but then it very quickly, you get a, when you get onto N4, you're suddenly on the Autobahn, and it's not, like you haven't quite figured out how to how to drive fast enough to get onto the autobahn when you go from code one so, to n four. So yeah, what, so what we need is some sort of code. Where we go from we go from code one to to n four, right? There's no steps two or three. You go from step one to step four. It it, it is a bit like that, but I guess the same problem with n three, right? Is we had um we had n three where you'd have these kind of um because one of the reasons I like code one is you in n three we had these like various different systems that you could have to introduce players to co- to N3, which was, you know, N3 minus links or N3 limited insertion or N3 no bigger than three man links. There's like a whole bunch of different ways in which people could teach you. And there wasn't one universal accepted way, which is now code one. But even then code one still feels slightly more watered down than it needs to, than it should be, I think, which then will now lead to people house ruling code one. So people will end up playing code one differently in different areas of the world. So we're already talking about adding in guts, which could create, well, it doesn't create a problem, but just it just removes the universal rule of code one in order for people to want to pick it up as a beginner game. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. I, I think, I th- but I think, I, I think the the biggest issue is that we just need to adopt, be more, be more willing to use the system with new players and, and not try and drive people straight to N four. Yeah, and I think that's what that's the point of the, the point of the monthly challenge is is like you know, try it. It's just give it give it a try, even if you're not a new player, give it a try. If you don't like and it, like tell the us fact why. Now added another two factions in there a bit because that was a lot of the biggest misgivings to begin with when you just had the four factions to start off with. People were like, well, I want to play Nomads. I want to play. I want to play Ari- Ariadna. I mean, sure, we don't have Aleph or um, Bakuslam uh, as other main factions. Like, They'll be coming. Tar, They'll so be coming though, eh? Exactly, and like we'll get to the point maybe this time next year where those two are then added in as well and it's going to be a more robust system with with every faction every main vanilla faction that you'd want to look at yeah no i uh, agree to join in there yeah no definitely Um, since since the inclusion of ariadna and nomads um it's it feels way it feels way more exciting maybe it's just because i got used to seeing the same four factions so um that's good but yeah, that's that's really all I've been doing. Um, oh, actually, no, I did I did get down to Geelong um, for a game with the Geelong guys just just before we went into lockdown a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I got to hang out with the Geelong crew who we've been. Oh, I just forever got like shit network connection. Tamp, uh, hello, who's this? Hey, is that oh, is that Vizzy? Hey, Vizzy, do you want to uh, mute yourself, buddy? But welcome, welcome to the chat. I've, I've muted everyone in here. Does that is that not a universal mute? Is that just for me? Probably just. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just for you. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> um, you can in Discord settings set it to mute everyone, but my specific and now no, okay. Yeah, just make sure that um, everyone's muted, guys. If you if you jump in, mute yourself. Yeah. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, no. So the, so the guys from Geelong, we've I've loved I've loved having them come up to Melbourne for tournaments and for games nights and stuff like that. They're all a really bunch, a great bunch of guys. So I went down to uh, throw the dice, which is a new store in Geelong. Um, just to say hi, ended up getting a game with uh, Salty Dan, and it was a fantastic game. Um, we we played um, we played a mission that we're going to try it for Burn City Brawl. Uh, my Shaz Vasti versus his US Ariadna, and it was fantastic. He ended up beating me in the end. Um, it was a really close game. Came down to the last. Like I think it was like the last order. It was like um, the idea of the game is we had to kind of dominate the exclusion zone, and. Um, uh, he had like an unknown ranger and a desperado in there, and I had a Caliban and oh, something else. Caliban and another unit in there, and they were like holding on, like dodging as he was like shooting me with all of his guns, and I just kept dodging, kept dodging, kept dodging. And in the end, like I managed to dodge around the corner, and he brought out another unit to try to deal with my Caliban, and I revealed my speculo to kill one of his dudes, killed him. I was like, yes, I've got this, and then he. He runs his, um, is it Marauder? I think it's a Marauder. And kills my Speculo. And because he killed my Speculo, that turned it from, it was like a 7-3 win to me to a 7-3 win to him. And it was like the exclusions, it was dominate exclusion zones. And because my Speculo went down, he ended up winning by, I think it was four points. He had like, you know, 70 something, like 80, say 78 points in his zone to 74 in mine. And it was, yeah, it was great. Um, so uh, it was good to get down there before we were shut out. Um, but those guys are back and playing games again. So congratulations to regional Victoria for uh, stamping out COVID once again. And hopefully we can, hopefully we can get there soon. One that was day. it. One that's, day. One day. that's it. Um, I don't know if we still got uh, Jacob and Julian in the chat today. I haven't seen Julian a little bit. Uh, Julian's been a busy man. He, That's right. Had, he, him, had, himself a little, had himself a little baby. No, uh, he's, he's not. I think he left. Oh, he's, he, he's left. He was, he was making dumplings, and then I sent him a message saying that, Julian, no one wants to see your dumplings on live chat on the, on the stream. And he's like, oh, sorry, I kept joining by mistake. Like, okay. He keeps doing things by mistake. Oh. I don't know if it's... Well, did, he, did he have... Oh, yeah. sorry. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um. It's, it's, it's not like it's like... You, it's not a simple process to jump onto a live stream, right? To do it by mistake uh, is uh, quite quite the feat. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Jacob, you were you're you still kick, still kicking around? Have you got anything you wanna you wanna update us on before we move on? I don't think he's there either. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, we'll move on, guys. Um, we will do. I was going to do my bit about the events that are upcoming, but uh, Melbourne's in lockdown, so I don't know if these events are going to happen. Although, actually, we do happen to have uh, a TO on the chat. Ben, do you want to give us a little bit of a rundown of the event you were going to run on uh, in a couple of weeks, but now can't because of lockdown? Um. So we were planning to have a Thawing Lounge tournament next weekend. It's going to have supremacy, a custom mission called Season Vaccinate, which I'll put the rules to in the chat in the near future so people can have a look at it, and Firefight. Unfortunately, because of COVID, we can't have the event, so I've decided to just do a TTS Neg instead over the next few weeks. Um, 
so we can get some infinity in hopefully yeah that's a great great initiative by you ben thank well done for that um i haven't signed up to it yet because i don't know if i'm going to be able to fit because what is it is it one game every two weeks or what's the crack yeah one game every two weeks oh actually i think if it's one game every two weeks i might be able to sign up for that it's sign up to sign up's close tonight yeah, sign up guys up tonight. Okay, well, I should probably get my finger at my butt then and maybe do that after we do this episode. Um, but, yeah, so that's 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 starting over the next... So that'll be over the next six weeks then, if my math is correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, throw the Dice, which was supposed to be done in Geelong next week as well, or two weeks' time, has been cancelled, unfortunately, due to COVID, which leaves um, Burn City Brawl on the 11th and 12th of September still going ahead. Um, for now, and uh, for, now. for now, so uh, we'll we'll just you know keep your ears peeled, and we'll update you on any changes to that. Um, but hopefully, hopefully we can make it happen because it's it, we're very excited, and we've got all the prizes and everything. So it'll be a shame if it gets cancelled for a second year in a row, but not unsurprising given the situation. Yeah. Now, Kev, I am probably not the best idea to do this live, but I'm just going to try and change one of the settings in this chat so that everyone gets muted when they join in. Sure, okay. Well, while you're doing that, I'll just uh, find out what we're actually talking about tonight, Uh, which probably people will be able to see as well on the old... Oh, actually, maybe not. Um, On the old chat. Chatteroonie. Do-do-do-do-do... Oh wow, my internet's slow, slow. Welcome to Australia, folks. Jesus. All right, so we've got that. We've talked about that. Oh yeah, sorry, shit, yeah. So before we get into the main segment, I've got also, I mean, we've already done this, but I want to announce uh, the challenge that, sorry, announce the winner of the challenge that we had July. in July. Yeah, so um, we had a heap of entries for that um challenge by the way so congratulations and thanks to everybody who submitted uh we had i think just, just on that as well i mean i've been really enjoying the amount of engagement that we've been getting from these little challenges that we've been doing so i think it's been a really great initiative that we've put in place and we're going to keep keep at it because it sort of gives something for the month it gives something for everyone to focus on and think about and and contribute to in a certain direction so it's good to be able to so I guess guide the conversation in that way. Yeah, no, it was really, really good. And um, I'm just trying to find the person who won it because I can't remember it now. Uh, <laughs> um, really ga- I'm really bad at this. Really, really bad. Um, I can't remember who it was who won. I'm so prepared. Um, so prepared. So prepared. No, I don't even remember who won. Um, it was an Australian person, so that's that's what I remember. Um, oh, here you go, Robert. There you go. Well, while you're uh, <laughs> Robert, chat, I'll, I'll, um, I'll address one of the one of the questions that's come up in the chat here, which is sure. from um, Serendipity, who's asked: uh, Are there any factions beside JSA that one should warn new players about? So I think that should definitely be addressed because. The fact that JSA being a rough faction for new players is very much an N3 mentality, right? Um, in N4, JSA changed a lot with the with the new changes to the rules and how they play, um, meaning that JSA 
I mean, they don't at the moment. They don't have a massive number of different build archetypes that you can succeed with, but they are not the um, sort of pitfall uh, trap for new players that they were in N3. The problem with JSA and N3 was that they were a, there was a they were very much a finesse faction. You need to be know you need to know what you were doing and know what you were dealing with in order to succeed with them. You could succeed with them, but it was not an easy thing to do. Um, whereas, and, and the reason why that was bad for new players was because the models were so gorgeous. And they were a faction that they had their the their, their, their box that came out with the, um, when the Uprising uh, book came out, they had their whole new army uh, pack that came out with the with the re-sculpts of the models and everything when they split away, away from, from being part of Eugene. And, and, and that was a massive draw card because people saw those models and they were like, yeah, Samurai's in power armor. Yeah, the, these biker dudes and, and it's, it's Akira and it's, um, it's, it's all the anime that, shit that I love because I'm a massive fucking weave. Um, <laughs> pe- people, people were drawn to that stuff, but because they would then try and play a game with that faction get their teeth kicked in every single time because they didn't know what they were doing, it was probably even more of a detriment to the growth of the game mm. at that time. Yep. Uh, but, I, yeah. um, but in N4, JSA are not in the same place that they were in N3. They got I, a lot of love I, when N4 mm, Yeah, I'd still... A surprising, I'd, amount of, a surprising amount of love, to be honest. I'd still say that they're not... A, I still wouldn't push a player into playing GSA if they're brand new to the game just because it's very limiting so one of the problems that you have with GSA is they're an NA2 uh, faction so you buy GSA cool all the models you buy can only be used in GSA and Akari company so I would be pushing uh, not pushing pushing is too strong a word but I would be guiding a new player into one of the main vanilla factions so Pano Nomads New Jing Hakaslam any of those ones perfectly good well, for a start I player. mean as we were saying before before as we were saying before if you're a new player you should be playing a code one faction you should be playing code one I yeah, so I, I, faction, I I agree if, I th- yeah if the faction's not in code one and you're new I would yeah, I think that um, CB had a bit of a misstep by making that as an art, making that an army pack, and kind of it was really popular because yeah, like you said, space knight, space samurai, really, really great. Um, but you are somewhat limited. Mo and seeing the chat, it, it sort of not it's similar in a way in that. Um, uh, I, mean, I think actually the dice I just did a, a, an episode about this, so you can go and listen to them uh, if you want to talk about vanilla versus sectorial. But if you start with Mo. The, one of the issues with the MO is if you start there and you decide, oh, I think I'll branch out into, I think I might go to vanilla vanilla panel, you kind of go, well, mm, not many of the units in vanilla panel you're going to be, there's not many of the MO units you're going to use in vanilla panel. So, whereas, you know, if you've got one of the other factions, you've you've kind of got a bit more like NCA, for example, like, you know, goes well into from vanilla as well. Um, Akon, although they are discontinued army, aren't bad. Varuna have a lot of like useful, you know, units like Crocmen and um, Zulu Cobra. But you know, you go to Mo and you've got uh, Trentarian Tertiaries, which are only usable in Mo. So there's yeah, there's there there is that problem. Like 
JSA, you start with JSA, you're like, cool, I can pivot to Akari. So that's my issue with that. With that, And yeah, like you say, Nick, I think you're better off trying to start a new player off on Code 1 armies, unless they're really, really, really keen on JSA, in which case you just have to be honest with um, with, with what they would be, with the kind of um, the disadvantages of starting there, I guess. What do we think about a new player starting? I'm just seeing in the chat on Drews. No, don't. Like, I would just be steering every new player away from any any two faction. Honestly, um, start with yeah. start with start with the vanilla variant of that faction, and then you can move to any two. Like, if you love Starco for whatever reason, hey, play Nomads. You know, you get more shit. Yeah. And, and like the, the only new player that wants to, this is going to be a pretty niche reference, I think. Uh, but the only new player that wants to play play Drews is going to be like that character from from Kung Pao into the Fist. Right? <laughs> we, trained him, we, we trained him wrong as a joke. He he thinks he thinks when he when he's losing, he's winning. I am. <laughs> I do know I that. Am really winning, therefore, I win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but thanks for that in the chat. Um, I'm just going to go back briefly to what I was talking about before, so, yeah, which in, was the... In, did, did you manage to find that thing you were looking for, Kev, or did I distract you? Yeah, no, 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 I did find it. Yeah, so it was uh, Robert Skeet uh, from Queensland. He he won the uh, July Challenge, but everybody who entered was excellent. I really enjoyed reading all of their... All of the stories, um, all, of the, all of the hot takes, all of the feedback that we got from players. Uh, it was generally very positive um it's just fun to see people try new new profiles um and get some work out of them i think it's i just really really enjoyed reading reading everything that that people submitted so thanks thanks to everybody for that um and then as we said yeah our august challenge is play a game of code one so we've done that bit um we were gonna talk oh yeah i wasn't yeah we were gonna talk about the recent studio update as well so i don't think there was a hell of a lot in there i did watch it last night or yeah last night so we had the um he obviously talked about the plastic stuff which we're going to talk about tonight and then he talked about tag raids so what do we guys think about tag raids that we've um, revealed as seen so far and people in the chat they can um uh, talk about it amongst themselves as well if there's any tidbits well, we'll talk about i mean i i, I back defiance I back defiance at the whatever the top level was to get everything. It's not arrived yet. It's apparently it's going to be shipping in the next one month or so. So because uh, I got it with single shipping, right? So everything's going to come at once. I feel like this is going to be a bit more of a self. I mean, mm, defiance is self-contained in that it's a self-contained game, but everything in defiance is used in N4, right? Everything's used in Infinity proper. If you get, if you got defiance, you've also now pretty much got a full Shazvasti army, right? Um, whereas tag raid is a bit more, a bit more niche, it's lower model count in terms of what you're actually going to be getting in the pack. It's just from what I get. Four tags. Like the four, four tags, that big worm, um, terrain and, and things like that. Um, I'm kind of on the fence. I was on the fence before. I'm still on the fence. Um, I'm just going to have to wait and see. I know the there is a video coming out soon of like a proper like demo game, and they're also going to be launching that demo game on TTS, mm. which is which is pretty cool, I think. Um, so I'll definitely jump on TTS and have uh, a couple of games of it using that that demo setup just to see if I like it, if I like the feel of it. Um, Will I get it? Maybe. Will I just wait until someone else I know gets it so I can play with them? Maybe as well. 
Yeah, I'm with the Obiscus there and saying that I'm looking forward to trying the TTS mod. I think that will be um, what a lot of people are waiting for to try it. I think people bought into Defiance for the miniatures. You're going to buy into Tagrade for the game. Um, they did They did mention that some of the, that they reckon the tags will be usable in N4. I don't know if that's actually confirmed, but I don't think that's enough for me to buy into Tagrade. So... Well, we we'll really be looking for its ability to be played as a as a game, um, as opposed to the quality and the usability of the miniatures. Yeah. So, and like um, Sand Ninja seventy six on the <laughs> chat says, the TTS demo will make or break it. Right? Yeah. Like I think that's I think that's what a lot of people are sort of waiting on right now to be able to have a go of see how the game plays and then make their decision from there. Unlike uh, Defiance, where a lot of people. Um, would have bought Defiance to never intend on playing the game itself, right? They just wanted all those models um, because almost all of those are pretty much exclusive to that Kickstarter, right? And they're all things you can use for Infinity. But um, the tag rate's different. Now, do we believe, and maybe something in that, and answer this in the chat, but has it been confirmed that the plastic that they're using for the tags and tag rate is the same plastic that this Vostok's made of? It hasn't been officially confirmed, but it pretty much has been confirmed. I mean, it would make sense, right, if they were to do that. So They have said, and, and this is what Bostri has said to us as well. I'm not sure if we can probably talk about this, but in the information that Bostri sent to us prior to the official announcement on the plastics was that um, big models that are coming out in the future are going to be made from this stuff. The tags in tag rate are big models that are coming out in the future. Yeah. So if you put two and two together, tag rate is going to be in this in this new um, demo plastics. Okay. Yeah. That I mean that makes a lot of sense. The worm looks cool. Like it looks cool. Like I really love the the um, pano tag, the uh, the bubble the bubble car. I, I'm really psyched about that thing. It just looks awesome. And and I'm, when we start playing the game, that's going to be my tag. That's my main that guy. I want him. He's my guy. I don't know. Do you have a favorite? Does anyone have a favorite? What's their favorite tag though? That four. I, I like the um, I like the Eugene tag because I mean I like it. It's the most boring of all the tags. Yeah, but, sure. Yeah, but it's it's also the one that looks like it would actually fit in a game of 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 N four though. This all is true. All the other tags do fit the bill of these. This is mining equipment. This is not a military piece of hard military hardware. This is this is mining equipment. Yeah. Um, but the um, I feel like the, the the Eugene one kind of straddles that line nicely. Oh well, I'd yeah. I'd be interested to see them in N four, considering I don't imagine they'd be armed. They're technically armed with anything to compete in N four. Yeah, anyway, I like the I, I like the Nomads one. I like the big bulky one. Yeah, he's 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 bulky. He's cool. Um, I like the idea of converting them. Yeah, like that's a cool idea. Um to be used as other tags, like proxies in the game, you know, like people modding. Because if they're plastic, they're going to be way easier to convert, potentially, which, you know, we'll we'll talk about this guy in a sec as well and find out how easy he's going to be to convert if you, did, you know, did so wish. Because that's one thing that you hear people talk about a lot with um, Infinity is, oh, the metal miniatures, oh, I prefer plastic because I like to convert, I like to pose all my dudes. Um, so it'll be interesting if you can do that to the new tags. Um, yeah, we can talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. 
because I've got a few thoughts on that as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Ben just shared in the chat the uh, the official cave crawler tag thingy N4 profile. Um, yeah, it looks looks real good. Um, Arm three BTS six. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Is that is that real? No, <laughs> no it's, 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 it's copied off um, the truck tractor mule because it's on with oh. the and the um, Eurogan. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, I can't remember if there was much else said in that uh, uh, studio update. Um, I'm trying to remember now. Don't think there was much. Although, note. I wonder what the hell you would call. It has got baggage plus three. What the fuck is baggage? Would baggage plus three be? Because you don't have to roll for for baggage or anything. Oh yeah, true. I don't know. It's you, just eleven. You just get eleven inches instead of eight. You get. Sure. Yeah, baggage plus three inches. Yeah. So baggage twelve inches. No, or 11 inches. I can't count. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else we want to chat about, guys, before we move into the main segment? No, let's move on. Let's all right, it. cool. Well, I think it's, we're getting into this now. Yep. All right, cool. Um, I've already chatted oh, yeah, chat about Cold One, so we'll just get into this. All right, guys, this is what you're all hanging out in the chat for. Um, I might turn my video off because the internet is a bit slow. Does it? Can, it, can everyone see this all right, or is it kind of looking a bit um, shitty quality? The video. Potato at the moment. It's it's yeah, it's rubbish right now. It was when we first started. It was real good though. It was real. Crisp. It was good. But that could start. also be because we've now got thirty people in the channel. Okay, right. I'm gonna turn my video off and see if that improves things. Um, I don't know if anyone else wants to. I don't know if Jacob. I don't. Can I? I can't see your face, Jacob. But I'm assuming you are there. Yeah, Jacob's on video. Okay, for some reason. Yeah, Discord's pretty shit sometimes, right? Um, all right, guys. Oh, so it's sort, it sorted me for you behind everyone else who's not talking and not video. Thanks, Discord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, right? It's like, yeah, you're not even there. We're like, this is what I get for this. getting dinner. Let me just grab this and, like... Or, oh, also, how cool is this, by the way? Like, watch this. Ooh. Oh, you're going to do the mirror thing. <laughs> Whoa, it's like all mirrors all the way down. All the way down. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, that was, that was fun. Uh, Yeah, so um, the thing, so yeah, I know we've got everyone here in the live chat, which is great, but um, on the video that you're recording, Kev, it will be in better quality than, because you're recording from your screen, not from the live chat. No, I'm recording. Is that from, correct? Uh, no, I'm recording okay. from the screen that is displayed on Discord, so... It will be this bad. Oh. Even so, even on your own camera. Oh yeah, because you've got your phone. Your phone's. But you know okay. what? No, Look, that actually looks alright. Real close like that is fine. That's fine. That's cool. Fine. Yeah, when you shove when you shove it right up there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. No, I, just... I think I think I think we should point out that um, we're really grateful for um, CB for giving us the opportunity to actually take a look at this earlier. You know we're. You know, being considered up there with my um, some bigger names and Dice Abide and Mycast and all that sort of thing. But unfortunately, due to um, lockdown, the only people that have been able to see this in Loss of Lieutenant, which I cannot express my disappointment in, is Nick and Kev. That's right. Because yeah. um, Nick, Nick got it I've... delivered and Kev uh, went over to steal it on his way home from work. That's right. Yeah, we've, we still managed to break it, though. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> to, to be honest, to be honest, I kept thinking about it, and I was like, "Good." Managed to break like, it. We may, we may as, we may as well break 
you know, this thing we got for free. Yeah. Just so that people know like how far to ever push their mini. Yeah. And and like yeah, it's it's great. They they sent this out to a whole bunch of different people. Ours arrived because we are literally on the other side of the planet, ours arrived a little bit later than everyone else's and had to stay in quarantine quarantine um what do I call it? Um, I do I do wonder whether everyone or like all the other podcasts and stuff were like us, because I think as soon as we got the information uh from Corvus the first thing we were thinking was, okay, so we need to try and melt this thing as well as see how, like, we were, all we were thinking yeah. about is put, putting it through stress tests. And so we do, we do have a bunch of tests we do want to perform on this thing yet, which we will get to, but obviously with the current restrictions, it's been a bit difficult for us to, to produce any of that type of contact, which is why we're having this, this uh, live chat now to uh, try and uh, get something out there so we can sort of put our two cents yeah. in the bowl while it's still, uh, while it's still spicy. So, um, I mean... And we may as well just start having a chat about it, right? You can you can go on and you can the guys at Myercast did a really great video that they posted of which is in much better high definition than what you're gonna get from us right now, of a close up of all the pieces and cleaning it up. Kev has already done a bit of a cleanup on this model, uh, and uh, I've had a bit of a play around with it myself. We've had some really close looks. Uh, personally I'm I'm pretty happy with it, right? In terms of the uh, detail on the model, I've uh, got the the Eugene newer remotes, the metal ones. Behind me, these ones here. So I think I've got I've compared them to to these, and it's very very similar. There are a few bits on the plastic model that are a bit less detailed than than I would like, um, which I wanted to to. Don't cut your finger off, Kev. My goodness. Oh, sorry. Um, it's, it's all part of the live, the live show. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think what I'll do while you're chatting is I'll just kind of try to show the, the listener, the viewers, whatever, while we're going through it, just to kind of give you a bit of a, uh, I don't know, a bit more of a close up. Um, because I if had. If you a... can, if you can do that as close to the camera as possible, Kev. Um, because yeah, if you're that close, it focuses on it really well, and you can you can see all the all the lines. And everything. So if you're any further away than that, it's a bit rough. Let's so, get let's well, let's 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 get the light on this thing. That's probably going to be helpful too, right? Let's get the light on this thing. Oh, my camera's over there. There we go. Yeah. Oh, that's there's some shadow. Let's get rid of that shadow. Yeah. So, so Urgh. the model we've got here. Um, one thing that one thing that I, I wanted to mention as well, which I thought was pretty interesting, was that the one that we've got here, the this is the whole body piece with the head attached. Yes. Already. So this is one single mold, and then the 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 model that then Bostria shows in the um, in the studio update, which they recently published. Um, has the body and the head as two separate pieces. And he confirmed that the, the head separate is the final design. Um, yeah. Which I thought that was pretty interesting for them to send out the model that they sent out to everyone um, to do the reviews and, and, and talk about this new innovation that they're doing. The one that they sent out is not the final design. Yeah, so I think what I, what we what I pointed out, what I noticed, and might be the reason why they've separated it is if you look on this side here, I'll try and point out with the needle file is you've got these little uh, oh, oh, get it right, get the resolution right, Kevin. 
Oh God, trying to, okay, so. Move the, move the file out, because it's trying to focus on the file. Okay. Just move the file away. And right, so, yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah. So you'll see these uh, hexagons. Um, yeah. So you'll see them there, you'll see them, the, the indented ones and the ones that are uh, embossed or whatever, right? But then you come over to the other side and you'll notice that they are not as clear and at the bottom so i'll just point to it really quickly at the bottom here it's kind of rough like like it's something's it's, gone wrong it's, with it's the like mold. it's like like smudged or yeah like, um kind of like what you get on like res on, on some resin miniatures so i've seen it on like uh mantix miniatures i've seen it on early fine cast where it's just kind of just there's just no detail there it's just gone the detail's gone and, and for some reason um so that's maybe, and it's around the area where they've kind of pulled it out. So maybe that's part of the reason. Maybe now if they remove this this guy, then the injection mold will get into this these crevices better. Maybe I don't know if that's the reason for it, but it might be it might make sense. Yeah, and that's what Ben's just added in the chat as well that they've been having issues with the loss of detail on the face in the samples. So it seems they've decided to have the face separate on the actual production. Which makes yep. sense, and that's kind of what we're seeing there. Um, in that, the, really, the only part of the model that we experience any issues with in terms of loss of detail is that one that, section that where there. the where the where the head meets the body. Okay, I want to I want I want to just show you something really quickly. So Nick broke this leg, uh, and I'm just gonna glue it back on. Um, this was broken pretty cleanly, and I'm just gonna glue it right back on again. And for anyone who hasn't heard of it, and the legs back on again. For anyone who hasn't heard of it, you uh, these things still need super glue, so no need, no need to go out. Get and you glue can't it won't work. you can't see it. It's very clean. It's a very clean cut. Yeah. So so when I was and I did I posted that video on our Facebook and that's page. Already... Where I just had it in my hand in front of my microwave, right where I was wobbling it around. Um, it was not long after that that I snapped the leg. Um, see, by, it's like totally like this, yeah. not falling off. It, Oops. This this plastic is, I don't know if soft is the right word, but mm, it bends yeah. a yep. lot more than I expected. Right? And, I mean, um, and, yeah. it does it does snap back into place, right? It goes back. Oh yeah, that you broke that. I yeah, broke that, that bit. You. I you, broke that bit, and that I'm going to glue that bit on as well, as just to show our listeners, viewers. That it will go back on. That's the wrong. Oh, is that the right bit? Is that the wrong bit? I don't know. I haven't got all the flash off this yet as well either. So apologies in advance, but. I guess you busy. could call this material, um, and like the material sense of the word, it's tough. Right, it can take a decent amount of bending, and it goes so back to. So when when it snapped, right, the section, the break point was still very clean, and as kept showing by putting it back together, goes back in, and like snaps back into the bits that, that broke off, as if it was never broken. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, it's pretty good. So. So if you do break it, it goes back to goes back together real well. My concern about the bendiness of it is once you've got paint on that, and if it bends after you've got paint on, is the paint going to flake off? Um, obviously, when I said when I mentioned that to Kev, he did then tell me that well, if you've got this thing glued onto a base, it's not going to be able to move that way, which definitely makes sense. But it's still just a bit of a concern I have. Um, yeah, that's true the, for the follow stock and but not for anything that's standing on two legs you know an arm out or something sure 
Yeah. Um, so, like the tags, for example, the tags. Yeah. And talking about braking as well, people have already been concerned about the uh, the gun braking of its muzzle, and uh, it already has broken off. And in so and so much so, we it, can't even find it. It's gone. We've so lost it. yeah, the the gun had like a I guess like a suppressor that was maybe half a centimeter long coming off the end of the of the um, I don't know the muzzle part there. Yeah. Um, when it arrived, that had already broken in transit. So that, that suppressor piece was floating around in the box. Um, when I handed it over to Kev, uh, that's, that suppressor piece was no longer floating around in the box. It's now floating around somewhere in my house. Yeah, she gone. Um, she so. gone. Uh, so I wanted to mention something about cleaning up um, that people have been, CB have been very clear about from the onset, which was not to use these guys, not to use needle files. Um, however, this needle file has been pretty decent at cleaning up this model. So you probably can't see it, but I've gotten rid of the mold lines on this leg. Um, and it's done pretty cleanly. And that was with a needle file. You can sort of see it. It's like sort of burnished. It's sort of slightly um, shinier, I guess. But I reckon with a coat of paint, you wouldn't notice that. Um, and I've tried a couple of different needle files and they all seem to do the same job. So I don't know if maybe some people are just using very coarse needle files, but I felt like it was pretty Because I mean, the idea behind that being that instead of using a file, you want to use like a scalpel blade to slice off the, the line or then, and then buff it with sandpaper. Is that correct? Um, I, no, I think, I think, I think the idea that, that um, CB is giving is just to use, um, just use stand, sanding sticks because I think the other thing they said is not to do what you would do with maybe a G-Dub um, against workshop model, which is you can just get a scalpel and run it along the mold line and it'll come off really cleanly. I think um, it, yeah. uh, uh, there was a video that was done on um, WGC Infinity where he did that and it sort of came, it sort of like um, like pilled, you know, um, what uh, like wool yeah. clothing does. So so right, so I think I think the scalpel's the worst one for it. So how apparently. about how about so I'll just try to I mean not to not to um, obviously I've got this model on hand so I can sort of talk about it as I'm doing it maybe. But yeah, you're dead right. It's very much. It's a lot softer this plastic so it doesn't like you say come off cleanly when you use the blade um it kind of it kind of likes to stick to the blade it kind of likes to stick to the model like i'm just going to run this like along here like this and you can you won't really be able to see it very well i don't think but it's just kind of rough on the edge but a sanding stick i don't know where you get a sanding stick from i've never used one before i am not about to go and buy one so I'm just gonna go use use needle files and they work just fine. So anyone out there who's like, oh no, I'm gonna have to change all my gear I use for cleaning up models, I don't think you will, with the exception of maybe, yeah, the, the scalpel or Stanley knife, you might just have to be a bit more careful with that. Like you still use it for getting off the getting rid of the flash, like where's an example um here. You can definitely still use that to get rid of the flash here on this side here. Just cut it straight off, it's fine. Um, and then you can just kind of tidy it up with the needle file. Um, but like you say, Jacob, yeah, I think if you're gonna run your 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 blade across the model, like to get rid of the mold lines, that doesn't seem to work. Um, but it's not something I ever did with, with metal anyway, so it's not something I'm gonna carry on doing now. I think whatever you used to do with metal works with this, except for 
um, hitting it with a wire brush. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Um, she'll, get, she'll get scratched up real good. I think yeah. anyone, because like sandy sticks aren't the easiest thing to find. They're not. They're not horrible. Um, you find plenty of like Asian brand ones and stuff like that. But if you want something to sort of tide you over, um, there are plenty of nail files that are like like super high high grit on foam on foam cards sort of thing so you you can easily get that sort of stuff yeah um yeah anyone who's having issues with video seeing the video um just log just come off and on the chat and it tends to work um, there's some issues with discord i found um often uh, something else i wanted to point out about this model that i quite like is um is the way the gun goes into the side of the Vostok. So um, it's got like a decent sized nubby thing here. Where the fuck? There, it's quite a decent size. But it's also got this like kind of almost what you would might even call flash, like kind of weird, like, I don't know, mold lines around it. Which to the un, you know the dis, the sort of eye that's sort of just cleaning stuff up, you might think, oh, that's that's just a mistake in the manufacturing process. I'll get rid of that. Don't, because it's um, actually helps to um, mold it to the body of the remote, so you end up with a nice clean uh, join. God, trying to left left to go right, right to go left. Uh, if you can see that, probably not. Yeah, no, that looks good. Yeah. Cool. Right. Well, that's good. So I'd I'd say that that's um that's quite nice, and I don't I don't know if that was ever something they did with metal or not. They probably did, but that's quite a nice um quite a nice fit on both both of the both of the bits, both of the sides. It was one thing I was noticing in the pictures that they gave like during the seminars and stuff, and I was wondering if you could take a look for me, Kev. Um, you got it in your hands, I think, on the legs they've got a part that's like they've got a panel that has like an x through it yes they've got a few panels with x's through it uh, yeah are those x's straight um because i noticed in their picture the metal ones had like nice sharp straight um edges while as in on the plastic ones seemed to have like it would tape and it looked a bit wonky um but it, but they also had put paint on them so it could just be bad paint Okay. Uh, no, this one here is maybe not fully formed on the bottom of the X. Yeah, that's it. That's Bring it. it a bit closer, Kev. Bring it a bit closer. Perfect. Actually, no. Is that that's not focusing. Almost. 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 Oh, I'm there. I'm there. Yeah, it's still it's, too blurry to tell. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like it's it's like uh, it's not quite a fully formed, but I don't think that's an issue. You start looking for perfection, you'll get you'll just be you'll just find disappointment. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna put this guy together because fucking that's what we're here for, right? Let's let's do this. Um, there's still some flash on here, but whatever. We're gonna we're gonna melt them down to nothing, so who cares? Um, da da da. Now, actually, see this. These, we, these... Will, we are going to put this model in the, in the oven and, <laughs> until 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 it gets to a certain temperature where it is unrecognizable. <laughs> the, the, these legs seem to go on, you know, either way. Like you can have them on this way, or you can have them all, have them on the other way. So I don't know if there's a right way or a wrong way, but it's done now. I think this is right because that looks like the. I mean, it's like all the other, um, like four pinion, uh, leg. Ta uh... 
um, remotes. If it goes together and it feels good, then it's right. <laughs> if it feels good, then it's probably probably doing it right. So something I want to point out on this model, and again, it's probably just me being uh, an idiot, but um, see how there's like a nice big groove cut in here. Um, ooh, da, 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 da. There you go. There you go. Right, big big old groove cut in there. And then, but then the that that's the bit where you where you put the dude the not the dude the fucking legs in is there. So it's quite like nicely formed. Like no need to you know carve that out or nothing like that. So that's quite nice as well. That'll go in there like this. Da da da. And there we have it. He's just a naked a naked Vostok with his leggies. No guns yet. Look at that. Front legs or are those the back legs? Um, these are the front legs because the back legs are chunkier. Yeah, right. Wouldn't the front legs be chunkier? Don't tell uh, me what to do. Well, I'm just asking. I mean, because I like the, from most of the models, don't like the front legs have like more armor plating on them or something. Uh, I think I think the main thing is that most of those four-legged ones, the back legs are taller. Because they're all sort of like looking down. Yeah, well, it'd have to be because like the back legs stick up more. Um, oh, so it doesn't go on the other way. Yeah, you should see yeah, that. So. You wouldn't. It wouldn't fit. Yeah. I mean, I could try fitting it that way. You know what? Can I? Can I? Yeah, here you go. Test. Here's a test. Fucking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bastard. There we go. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't go that way. He'd end up looking a bit. Okay. Dark. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, that came off pretty pretty easily. It, it already like you know taken but, a I mean, bond. You, you barely held it there for a second, so. Yeah, it held, it was bonded pretty well already, so that's nice. Um, all right, we'll just chuck this guy in here, chuck this guy in here. Oh, yeah. You can also just, like, you know, pay attention to how badly I am at, at, at modelling. Uh, and actually, something I, th I was thinking about last night is this is quite good for people who aren't very good at, like, miniature, um, like, modelling. Um, you know, like, I always see people, like, spend so much time getting rid of mould lines on their miniatures and and uh you know all the little imperfections and you know um putting the arm joint in so it fits perfectly so there's no gaps when they paint it for me personally that, that, is, that is not that is not me at no all. exactly um, I, I, like if the arm if the arm isn't a perfect fit i just add more glue yeah me too and i think because 99 percent of the time no one's no one's looking that closely Right, no one's paying attention to that little mold line on the rifle that you got rid of. No one gives a shit. So I think um, you know, for this model, the very the little amount of work I put into it um, would be pretty would be pretty good. I mean, obviously I don't speak for everybody. I'm just saying, like, if you're not into that kind of thing, then I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with this model. Well, so, I suppose the, uh, uh, in, in your opinion, if you were into that um, <clears throat> sort of thing, do you, do you find do you think that this would make it no. any more difficult to clean up? Uh, no. Well, I think you would. I think you would be a bit. Uh, you wouldn't be as happy. I think the the detail and the I don't know that what you can do to a miniature model to clean it up and stuff is just more precise, more. Um, artist on a metal miniature yeah on a metal miniature there's just like you can be a bit more precise with your cuts and your cleaning and it's it's tidier and it's nice to run a um like a wire brush over it to make it all shiny and clean and stuff uh, whereas this model you're going to be you're going to be fighting harder to get all the edges sharp and clean and stuff you know 
because because of the softness, the general softness of the model. Like I can run my finger on it and it just feels, you know, like like just doing this with my finger. I mean, I, I guess with maybe G-Dub miniatures, but I think they're harder. Like even me just scraping it with my fingernail. I've, well, yeah, I've, already, I've already put some battle damage this, on it. There's already some battle damage on it. It's the softest kind of plastic I've ever encountered. So I, and I've played, I've played around with plastic miniatures from loads of different companies. This is the softest stuff I've ever yeah. Uh, that, that, that was one thing I was wondering. Would would any of you be like concerned, mm. uh, upset, or worried if they went for a um a a, a, a plastic that was closer to like resin or um like GW plastic in terms of the fact that it's maybe just a little bit more brittle, but. I think like they've, they've come. They've come, and one thing that um, Austria said in the, in the um, what's it called, the studio update, was that one of the main one of the reasons why they landed on this type of plastic is because the design and the production of how you actually make that using the molds and things like that is very very similar to what they already do with metal. So. Um, the fact that from a sculpting perspective, from a mold creation and utilization perspective and production side of things, they it, this making it making this stuff with this material is so similar to what they already do with metal means that their job is much easier than going to some completely new type of technology or new type of, of method that they've never done before. Yeah, well, um... And then the the reason I asked that is um, in the initial form. Oh, fucking! <laughs> well, there you go. I, I probably, uh, if it was a metal model that had just been glued together, you probably would have knocked a piece off at that point. So that's Whee! pretty good. But um, <laughs> sorry. What, 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 what podcast gets a free like first model, and we're just like let. Break it. Yeah, do not <laughs> on. Does it bounce? Yeah. Does it, yeah. Um, yeah. So someone on the very uh, initial um, initial forum post uh, for um, for this thermoplastic stuff um, came on um, and introduced himself as I don't know if you guys saw it as a a guy. He was either a doctor or had a master's in material engineering. All right. Um, yeah. Don't know. Well, he actually provided a lot of a lot of good context. Oh yes, I saw that. The sort of material that they're actually using in this um, in this processing uh, method, um, and so he mentioned the fact that if CB wanted, uh, and again, I'm talking with a little bit of ignorance, only really based on this post, they could take in the same sort of thermoplastic that maybe one of cures is harder and more brittle compared to the one they've got now which is a bit more rubbery yeah rubbery is a good a good way of uh, putting it honestly it is rubbery rubbery chewy so th th there's, a, there's a potential with enough feedback that they might go and get instead of i think they i think this one's like p something six they get a different number that's you know that's harder but uh, but it's more br yeah again it's more brittle so yeah. it's closer to like either it's closer to that metal or that GW plastic. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, it also went down on the base because um, some people were saying it wasn't going down evenly. This went down pretty evenly. All oh, three yeah. of the four legs have stuck to the base. This one's not quite, but he's fine. 
Um, in, in, all, in all honesty, I mean that's not that's not a complaint with plastic. I've I've got metal um, remotes that didn't sit. Yeah, well, the metal ones—the metal uh, ones didn't sit properly either. No, no, the metal, but yeah, the metal ones don't sit properly because you can. If it doesn't doesn't fit, if it doesn't sit flat, you just put on more glue. Yep, just push it down. Eventually, the glue's gonna get all the way to the base. It'll fill that little gap. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? Zapper gap is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Zappa Gap. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else that people? Is there anything about people want me to want to see um, that I haven't already oh, shown yeah, them? Oh yeah. Hold on. There, there, there was actually some uh, questions, and I was going to see. It was. Uh... I'm coming for you with my mimetism neg six mark twelve. Fuck you. Ah. How well primus. Sorry. Uh, so Mike, 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 Mike has pretty much asked about: um, Have we heard anything about how paint goes on it? It's a great um, I question. Think again, in the, I think in the you guys talk amongst yourself. I, I'm gonna just go prime this bitch. Yeah, yeah. I think in the original, um, again, in the original forum post, oh, CV, actually, or someone mentioned that there shouldn't have been. I had the Shouldn't be an issue with. Um, um, I'm just gonna, I'm go just gonna mute myself so I don't get feedback on um, this. Okay, great. Yeah, so Kev's just going to take the model with him and go prime it straight away. So we'll see how it looks once it's got a bit of paint on it. I think can he hear us still? I don't think he can hear us. Oh, I'll I'll ask him when he gets back whether he's um whether he's put it. I'm assuming he hasn't put it through like um like Detol or anything like. No, we haven't. We haven't done anything like that. Okay, right. So this is pure as it comes, guys. So um. You know, Mike, with your uh, preparation, you know, giving those micro abrasions, this is even less than that. Uh, again, I, I think. Sorry, I just have to take the video off for a second while I figure out why I can't get this thing to work. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll just, I'll just leave it and then. Um, we, yeah, we don't, we don't need to hear you, Kev. That's a good point. That is a good point. You go and then come back, and right. we'll, we'll carry it while you. Okay. Come. But in terms in terms of the general detail, I was very pleased with it, and you can tell um, from the photos they put up comparing their like test model that they have of possibly well, the test model of uh, Stephen wow. Rao or whatever his name is. Um, that's like the test model that they've used for a whole bunch of different uh, methods and different um, uh, materials, right? Um, comparing that model with this uh, CO customer plastics. Uh, next to the stuff that you get from China, that they've gotten from China previously uh, for the Aristea models, the difference is is night and day, right? Yeah. Um, wait, did Kev, has, has Kev still got his speaker on? He's still mic'd up, but he's just turned the video off. So I, he's done. I, well, I don't want to mute him because then I can't hear if he comes back. Yeah, okay. That's all right. I think he just closed his, I think okay. he, might have, he, might, he might have just closed his door. That's okay. We've got the comparison photo now up in the chat, um, and it's it's so yes cool. that one like yeah so the difference cool. there, and um, obviously that's just a screenshot from the YouTube video, right? Um, Bostri sent us some photos of that in HD, and so we've seen it even even better detail than what you got there. Yeah, and we've seen right really up. you can really really tell um, that it's it's different and. 
when you look at like the detailing, the treads, and like underneath the front of the of the model, apart from that one issue that we saw where the head meets the body, um, everything else compared to the metal uh, remotes that we compared it side by side with looks the same. And once you put a base coat of paint on there, it's going to look even more um, the same because that's what I find particularly when I look at stuff. Um, looking at it raw is a bit tricky on the eye, whereas once you put a, even just a prime or base coat of paint on there, it really does um, change the, the whole aspect of, of, of looking at the, um, of the model. Yeah, sorry, Mike, they don't make uh, Rao anymore. When we spoke to um, Bostria, he said that's pretty much their go-to test model for anything. So they just obviously still have whatever files they have to make him, um, and they just, whenever they do a new technique or new whatever, they that's their test model. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you want to talk talk about this because um, it's sort of been talked to death. But um, there's a, a question of if the quality um, significantly dropped when they went to plastic, would we still play Infinity? Um, and to be honest, I think that's those. That's one of those questions where it's it's like one of those questions that um, I don't I don't really feel like thinking about because it's almost like a nightmare. Well, I mean, the thing is, right? Would, the the question that you asked it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a shit question in that you've asked if the quality dropped significantly, would we still pay, play? Well, I mean, do we even need to be asking if the quality is going to be dropping significantly based on what we've seen? Like, even if the even if this is a maybe a slight step down goes the models go from a 10 out of 10 to a 9 out of 10 right they're they're only doing this for certain models the real big ones the ones that um obviously are a huge take would take a lot of metal to make right whereas the whole right the rest of the range is still staying in, in in metal they're not changing s2 they're not changing anything else apart from like remotes and tags for now um I think the other thing we have to consider is if in five years time after they've had massive success with these with these plastic models do they then start moving into s2 uh models in, in plastics and then what happens then yeah i mean it, it it the 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 question of if the quality went down will we stop playing you may as well be asking if cb got bought out by a company that um fucked with their production quality would we keep playing it's not happening, so it's 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 a bit of a yeah, it's a it's a bit of a moot point in my and, opinion because uh, like I, I don't want C B really do pride themselves on their on their sculpts and they want to yeah, produce exactly. something that's of the hot, utmost quality. And that's one of the one of the things that is a big draw card for the game is that they do have amazing miniatures and amazing sculpts. Um, and I don't think they're going to do anything to compromise that. And one of the reasons why they have spent, they've been looking at this stuff for over for over a year, right? They've been testing out um, all different um, all different materials and all different um, methods to come up with something that is going to give them the result that is as close as possible to what they're producing right now in metal, but in in a way that's not as in, as 
expensive on the raw material cost. And uh, sorry, um, Obiscus has said in the, in the chat there that uh, Bostria said the bear would be in the plastic as well. Yeah, definitely. That's a bigger model. Sorry, I, I, I do I misspoke before saying it was just the ones and tags. Anything they said they said bigger models, right? So like over and, S2. and yeah, and we we've seen that they've 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 tested tested um, you know and found out what they're comfortable with molding now. So yeah, the. Uh, what? What, what, what would it be? Probably S. Oh, well, so that, any... that one's an S four. S four. So yeah. I, I probably, I probably, I probably say S what S four because they're so wide. Um, maybe S fives, maybe not. But then S sixes and S sevens will be. Um, uh, done in this stuff. I mean, there's no point us speculating because we don't have any information. Um, yeah, yeah. We, 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 like, while we know we knew stuff earlier, we, honestly, guys, we don't know that much more than you. And it looks like Kev's, looks like Kev's come back in from, from, from the darkness. Have you got your other phone camera back on, Kev? Or? No, not yet. I'm just letting the uh, miniature uh, dry because I don't want to bring the stinky paint into my hobby room. So I'm just going to give that a few minutes. I'm uh, currently firing up the oven, set to a cool 60 degrees Celsius, which is the uh, the hottest. I actually researched this as well last night. The hottest recorded temperature in a car uh, in Australia has been 58.6 degrees. So I'm heating up to 60, and we'll see what happens. That's really. I thought it would get hotter than that. Well, I mean, I mean, the hottest recorded, uh, 58.6. Mm. That's that's lo that's lower than I thought. This was this was performed by the RACQ um, in a summer's day in Brisbane. Uh, two cars in a car park. Uh, I don't think they were in the shade. No, they weren't in the shade. So they wanted to see uh, if a black car or a white car would get hotter. And it turns out they got they got to the same temperature because it doesn't matter. The windows is, um, the windows is what does it. Yeah, and I, when when we first heard about this, I actually went and took a look. Um, and this this uh, I can only see these plastics getting better as time goes on, uh, partly because the the tech, the production method that they're using um, at the moment um, is, in the scheme of things, relatively new. Um, when I was taking a look through their news, they only had. Um, like them going out to like to trade fairs in early 2019, the Sciocast guys. Mm. Um, so while it's obviously um, uh, while it's obviously uh, pretty mature technology, there's probably still room for improvement. And given that um, CB is in Spain, Sciocast is in Spain, I would imagine that. Um, as soon as these guys make an improvement, CB is going to get it and roll with it. Yeah, agreed. I, I, I have every I have every confidence that this is um, going to be a good move for them, and and it's not going to be anything that is, you know, detrimental to the people who play Infinity because the model, the miniatures look so good. 
Uh, the only thing we can't help, and I, I saw it on the forum, which was an interesting take, is the fact that, unfortunately, if you like playing with metal miniatures simply for the fact that they are more weighty in the hand... Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's a really good someone point. Literally, someone, someone on the forum was literally like, oh, I'm not playing anymore. Yeah. And they were asked why. It's like, it's like, oh, the metal miniatures, I just like the feel of them better. Yeah, I know. And like, the, yeah, I, I saw the similar argument. And I'm like, yeah, cool. That can be a preference. But, you know, that's not a reason to do something or not do something, right? For some people. You know. I mean, if you really want, um, Mike was asking before, that little void that you were showing mm -hmm. um, on the base, do you reckon you could put something in there? Well, you could just put... To, add weight to, the, to just, add, add weight to the mini, which I can understand. Well, can't you just... Oh, actually, no, you're right. On the new bases, they've got the little... Just chuck a fucking coin underneath the base. There you go. That's added a few. Yeah, I mean, grams. If, you, if, you, if, if it's really hurting, go and get tiny titanium coins and yeah, a little, 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 little bit of tungsten. A little bit of tungsten. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, tungsten. Yeah, I mean the feel is is a thing, but it's not why we play the game, right? I mean, okay, I mean, apparently it is for one person on the forum. Yeah, I mean, there's different reasons why we play why we play the game, right? You know, I got into Infinity because I like the rule set, the miniatures are gorgeous, the backstory is great. You know, I don't know which of those three I love the most, but they're all pretty good. Oh, oh Vizzy, what's that? Is there that a, little, a magnet or something? Yeah, so he's just oh, put some. On. I, 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 I might have him muted. Hold on. He's just I'll, put I'll some weight. He's just put some weight underneath the underneath the base, but. Oh yeah, that, I, I do have him server muted. Go I, ahead, Vizzy. If you got a mic, we can hear. You. We should be able to hear you now. Nope, still can't. No. So I have him muted. But I mean, like that's a that's a very minor um part a, a part yeah. of the hobby. Hey, 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 there we go. Yeah, yeah there we go. Anyway, yeah, so this is a Fractor, obviously. They're not the most amazingly weighted models. Um, so, yeah, magnets, of course, for transport, but that's the white metal spruce. Mm. Chuck them underneath to counter the weight on the um, the Ford model. But, um, yeah, if you I, – I love metal minis because, obviously, the weight. I like the weight of them. So, yeah, that's what I do. I always put something underneath my plastic minis because I hate how light they are. Talk to, talk to um, people who played like second and third edition Warhammer and the um, old Space Marine Dreadnought. Yeah, no, definitely. Those uh, are almost universally, others are almost universally hated for how heavy they were. And and yeah, welcome to the podcast as well, Vizzy. <laughs> Thanks for supporting. Yeah, that's it. Honorable LOL member now. Oh no, he'll be he'll be getting in trouble with the guys at Transmission Matrix for that one. <laughs> you'll be uh you'll get chris knocking on your door going oi i heard you're uh i heard you were those boys i heard, heard you're from melbourne now yeah heard you come to the number one australian podcast <laughs> that's right that's us for now so kev is that uh is that model ready to be brought yeah. into the cold if, if, yeah if yeah 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 if, if, if you're cold they're cold let them inside yeah <laughs> <laughs> I saw that I saw that meme late earlier and it was like a picture of a of a of a of a what do you call them not a ferret what are those things called possum and I was like yeah cool you want that thing inside your house awesome all right I'll be right back guys the other thing I'm pretty keen about is the um the bases 
that um, CB are going to be bringing out. I mean, yeah, there's like, there is a lot of that stuff on the market already, but I mean, I've no reason not to like even more of it coming on board. So yeah, it's fine. It's, I mean, it, it'll be nice to see, like, because I've got, um, oh, I got some like pre made bases for my tack. Um, but it would be nice to have what, like one of those printed bases that have um, CB's uh, line of sight markers on them. I mean, like my line of sight markers are just written on with the texture. But yeah, right, you I, can hear me. You, no, but I, you I, do. Know, I know. You, I know you can actually just do them. Um, yeah, we got. Yeah, we got your back. The CB now, ones yeah. are really nice. Yeah, Kev, we got you back now. Cool. Hopefully this works. All right, let's focus this thing. What color, what color did you spray that? Uh, hang on, I gave it I gave it a coat of the good shit, right. some uh, some Wraithbone from G Dub because I like that color. So um, gonna gonna hit this bad boy with some contrast paints. <laughs> maybe I just felt like a lighter color would be good for showing the detail. Like a black color in this light would probably be pretty bad. Mm. Is it is it is it how dry is it now? I'm assuming not very. Yeah, it's dry. You yeah. got a dry paintbrush there? Yeah, sure. Do what, what? What? What color do you want to me hit it with? No, no, no. I don't. I don't want, I don't want you to put a color. Well, you can oh. put on a color first. I just want to see if you get a dry paintbrush and just, uh, you know, you know, not too hard. Just rub it against one of the um. Oh, like a dry brush. Uh, one like, of the panels. Oh, I'll get a dry brush. Yeah, like brush. a dry brush. Just see if the the primer holds onto it. That was the question that was asked: is how well does the primer hold on? That's it. That's not very dry. Uh, oh, there we go. There's, there's, here, here's here's, here's, here's my here's my coarsest brush. Like this is pretty coarse. Okay. This is probably gonna actually tear it off. That that's that's too coarse. <laughs> that's this is an unnecessary. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> this is a bit. Give me the coarsest brush you have. Too <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Kip just goes out and gets a wire brush. It's like, oh, it came off. Well, I mean, like I can even use my fingernail. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like it comes off like everything else would, but it's pretty good. You can because you can still feel that kind of rubberiness underneath it, obviously. So it's still, you know, it feels like it's kind of um, it's probably not fully uh, cured either. But you, it kind of it feels like you know you like you've undercoated a uh, plastic miniature, right? That's all it really feels like. It's the same as that. If you've done G Dub or Malifaux, it hold it, it holds pretty well. Um, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Here's one thing that, um, uh, and this is, I guess, a question for you guys, but also for the chat. Whenever people talk about the glue that's supposed to be used with these ones, they always um, mention a very specific super glue. The, the, I think it's the, the I, think, I think it's the Americans. Glue. Isn't it the, just the Americans talking? Like, it doesn't everyone yeah. else just call it, it super glue? Is that a specific super glue? Is there a different type of super glue, or is that just like. The chemical name for superglue. Is there is there an American in the audience that can him help us answer or, that question, or a Canadian, or anyone? I don't care. What the so cyanoacrylate? Yeah, cyanoacrylate. So chemical why, names specifically? Why why isn't right. why isn't that right? Why like why do we have to have that? No no no. I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying it's right. I just want just that like for me I would never say cyanoacrylate. I just say superglue. Exactly yeah. So, what, um, so yeah. this is this is me just trying to clear up some like, um some, like okay um, this can this it. contains the the active ingredient is cyanoacrylate. But I'm also like yeah like you said yeah. who else what other type of superglue is there? 
Is there another one yeah. that we just haven't don't know about? Well, I, I, I mean, I guess they're, they're trying to make the difference between plastic cement. But... Well, you just say plastic glue or super glue. Or if you say super glue and glue, then people tend to know what you're talking about, right? Or am I am I an idiot? I mean, if you're whipping out a glue stick or PVC to try and stick it together, <laughs> you're going to have a bad time. Right, okay. I, be, I feel uh, like... like... Yeah, and, well, I mean, like, I think the, the real question is, like... When people say, like, the two glues that people talk about are super glue and plastic glue, right? Plastic glue being plastic cement. Yeah, yeah. That will not work with this stuff. No, it will not work. You're correct. So so I think the distinction there has to be made that the glue that you're using is not plastic glue. Yeah, I think I, th I think for most of us gamers out here out, out there, there are two types of glue like you just mentioned. So it's the it's the strong one. It's the one that you don't want to get in your eyes. The one the one that you don't you don't put on your fingers. Yeah. Because they stay they stay together after that. And yeah, so most people are coming out and just saying it's the it's like the US name. It's the same thing as how people used to call um, yeah, Visi new ones where pens used to be called biros or a bic instead of just a pen. A ballpoint pen. Yeah, because right. Australians are fucking um, cool. Was was there anything else you wanted to cover on this model then, or was there else to Um, I don't know. I could like oh, thanks, Fizzy. chuck it in the oven, or I could put, hit it with some paint, or I could. Um... You don't have any cleaning stuff, do you? You can, uh, now that you've painted it, can you go and strip it? Uh, I mean, I might wait for the paint to seal a bit first. Because that's one thing I wanted to do, just to make sure that you know. Uh, you know, isopropyl doesn't hurt it, and that you know you, you can dump it in simple green, or you can dump it in. Um, What's Julian's new favorite? That brewer's yeast or Bre something? Brewer's, uh, yeah, brew, brewing, brew clean. I've yeah, got, I've got some brew clean in the house actually. I didn't think about using it before. Um, I, I did, I did one of the worst things once because it was just it just stunk it was awful i was, I was trying to get um, paint off what i now realize was stained plastic and so i kept looking through forums of like what's the most like caustic thing you can put on plastic miniatures to get paint off without destroying it um and decided to go and get dot four brake fluid oh that'll that'll fuck it right. um do you want me to put some paint on this anybody. on this thing do you want me just to chuck some yeah. A little bit of uh, a little bit of contrast on it just because I'm I'm like a hipster. Well not hipster, I'm a G dub fanboy, <laughs> just like that. And red and nomad colours. Actually or has anyone got yeah. like, a particular colour they want me to hit it with? Actually no, I'm not gonna ask that because I'll end up getting pink. Uh, which is fine, nothing wrong with pink, but I don't have a pink, so you're not gonna get it. We've got, a, we've got a we've got one vote for mauve another vote for red i think i think red's the way to go kev red for nomad all right let's just yeah, one go. thick coat as they say one, no no it's supposed to be two thin coats <laughs> no not with contrast no yeah it's contrast work better they say one thick coat but it's actually two thin coats is better yeah I painted all my stuff that I painted in the past three years. Since contrast come back, come out, I've used them almost exclusively. So, um, I mean, hell, for, for getting something on the table um, and having seen the results you get, especially on Infinity models, it, it's interesting the fact that GW made a painting product that ultimately works better on almost any anything else other than GW. 
Oh, because of the, all the flat, it's flat, not flat much, surfaces. Yeah, it's no, it's that it's not that anything other than GW. It's just that it's just not the best for Space Marines. Yeah, uh, or well, the massive I mean, models. GW, like yeah, anything that's like the anything that's not just flat armor plates, it works great. Yeah, yeah, they just have a lot of that, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I mean this all, this Vostok right. has got a lot of flat bits, so we'll see how this goes. It's already a little yeah. bit thingy, but that's all right. I don't really care. This thing is going to get raffled off, or melted, or both. Right. Broken badly, broken badly painted Vostok. Yeah, it'll go on eBay. It'll go on eBay for. <laughs> that's like the friend, we, uh, uh, the friendly Jordy's episode. Know, I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know if um. Oh yeah, the melted. Uh, the melted uh, the reptide. Yeah, yeah. melted yeah. reptide. Uh, I don't know if anyone's been on um. Uh, you know, the Australian Infinity chat um, lately looking at some of the eBay auctions for uh, some rare or out-of-production, the out-of-production Toha models. The Gorgos. Um, did it? Did anyone Did anyone big, see the final price big, for that Gorgos? Big titty Gorgos for four hundred dollars or something. That was the last time I. That's the last time I saw it. But that still, it still has a couple of hours left when I last saw it. Why so expensive? I mean that's just a ridiculous amount of money. Like, why? Yeah. Like people aren't I mean, bidding for that. People used to be like, "I'll just not take a Gorgos then, thanks. I'll just wait for the to be resculpted or something, or I'll whatever." But no, no, that was the thing though. That was bids. It had like eleven bids and gotten up to over three hundred dollars. Yeah, it was people. People wanted it. Yeah. People are crazy. Uh, crazy. And then I want to. I, I want to. I, I wanted a Gorgos pilot, but I am not paying the like a hundred. Sorry, it's wet, so it won't look very good. Yeah, a hundred plus. Um, Oops! Oh no! US dollars. <laughs> it's so much lighter. Hey, it's so much lighter. <laughs> but right, this thing is gonna bounce so much better than any metal miniature that you own. So if you drop this thing, it'll just bounce straight back up and you can catch it again. Yeah, I mean, like, like this is a Coronted. And, what? And, yeah. You know, like it, yeah. It, it drop, just, drop the, drop the Coronted from six inches, Ken. You know? See what and happens. then this guy, he but just loves to dance. Pieces will fly off in every this direction. This guy loves to dance. Yeah, and I am notorious butterfingers, so I'm glad that this guy just kind of, you know, just kind of boop boop. He's happy. Yeah. I, the only, the only problem I have is with him not being shiny is now when I drop the tiniest fucking piece of it. On the floor, it'll take me forever to find it. Uh, yeah, you can't. It doesn't. Out. It doesn't really have small pieces though. This one doesn't. Yeah. No. Oh, let's. Um. So I painted a bit of red there, and it's like with a contrast. It's like it's a it's a lot. It's a big flat area, so it doesn't look as good. But um, yeah, no complaints here. Uh, oh, serendipity. We did we did take a look at um because we broke our Vostok um, in two places. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it breaks It breaks pretty... Like, if you break actually, like, a limb off, not just a gap, not just, like, a joint, it seems to break fairly cleanly. Yeah, I mean, like it's a, here's, here's an example. It's a straight line. Oh. Don't do it, Kev. Don't do it. Oh. Well, he, did, he didn't break. He, break. he didn't break. He just bent. He bent real good. Yeah. Been real good. Why? Yeah. I'd stop it. It's like you, 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 you're pissing oh. me off now. Oh. No, no, no. I'm oh. getting irrationally angry oh. at you. Oh. 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 Stop it. Yeah, it's good. Stop it. Yeah. It's good. 
It's good. And like give him a little bit of a squeeze. Well, that's kind of break. I can't break anything off now. I've kind of and I mean, attached everything. We're, we're, do- we're doing this. We're doing this to this model. We're bending it and putting it through its paces. Ultimately, everybody who's listening now, when you get, you know, when you get the first tag that comes out, and you get the first, um, it's pretty good. Bear point that comes really out. Good. You're not. You're not going to sit there and go. I wonder how much I can bend the arm hmm. of this bear, or how much Sorry. can I, you know, bend, um, you know, this thing's limbs or this thing's guns. Oh, that's so, oh, that's going. Oh, that's going. Oh, it's going. It. You got it's, it. It's going. It's gone. It's all. It's gone. I. I. I like. I. Okay, so for the people who are watching this afterwards on the video, I forgot to make it full screen. So when I was like mucking around with it there before, it was in a small screen. But I finally, I've finally broken it. So that that took a lot of bending. Like fair, like the the leg didn't take much bending. This bit bent and um, broke off real quick. Wait, so, uh, so, so, real so hold on. that that there's actually broke like broken. Like yes. the, the plastic is snapped, not yeah, it's just split. bent it out of shape. No, it's split now. Okay, it's actually split. So if I'm just gonna like you know just you know go to completion on this thing, oh that's not a good break. That's a that's a much na- that's a nastier break. Oh well. Eh, eh. I want to apologize to everybody who's watching who's having like who wants to convert. Like I am. I mean, it's me. Is this, is this, this, that's me. I don't like this. Is this supposed to be a Mark Twelve? So now you can put a missile launcher. I don't know what, what other gun has uh, Vostok got. Um, uh, Red Fury, right? So now you can just chuck the. Now you can just make a new gun, easy. And I did this all I, without I, using I, tools. I hope. I really hope. If if Carlos or anyone from CB ever sees this, that they're like, oh, cool, they're doing like the stress testing for us, not, you know, in their, you know, Spanish accents going like, what are they doing? We give them this model and they just break the fucking thing. Okay, now to be fair, this this was this was badly broken. Like I bent it a lot so that the join now is not very um good together. But like, you know, just for the purposes of our audience. Hey look, I broke off my gun in transit. Oh, I'm an idiot. Let's just put this back on. That, that's a good point, um, Kevin. It's been asked a couple times. Do you have any like big scraps um uh from this? No. I just got the model. Oh, I mean, just, I mean, this model, boss the model talk. Came, the model came as the model with just the pieces for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, the was, gun I, is I not in a good shape. <laughs> the gun is not happy. I'm sorry. The gun. <laughs> I didn't do a good job. Um, so this was not a good test. Uh, nothing wrong with the model. I just the the test was was not a good test. Just, just don't just don't snap the gun in half. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's um. It that, didn't snap. That, it didn't snap okay. cleanly. But that was that was after a lot of mucking around with it. So I think, um, the first two tests that we would have shown earlier with the leg and the back of it, very good test, very clean break, went back on nice and easy. The gun, uh, was a bad test. So apologies for that. Yeah. Do, funnily enough, guys, is if you don't want your models to break, don't try and break them. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Um, good, good advice. Did you did, did you um did you cut anything off the model with um just like your metal clippers, Kev? Yes, I did. Um, did, did it clip okay? Yep. So there's, I think I left a little bit of flash on just for just for you, because I love cutting things. Um, no, actually, I must have cut it off. Unless this bit at the back is supposed to be not part of the model. Actually, that just, looks. Just, just that give us. Like... A, oh, here you just go. Just give us a general. F- yeah. I don't know, like this bit. There you go. That's gone. 
Okay, so it comes off just like just like metal wood. I mean, just like plastic. I mean, just like plastic wood. I think is probably more accurate. Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, so yeah, I don't think you're gonna have any problem with. Um, I don't think you're gonna have any problem with uh, pliers. Uh, Vizzy, Vizzy did ask uh, about hobby saw, and I have no idea. It might the hobby saw might suffer the same as um, mm, scraping it with a. Um, I don't have a hobby with saw. The side of an exacto blade. God, exacto blade. What are you American? Get off the show. Um, what's his, what, what's an exacto blade? It's what it's we like call a Stanley knife. Yeah, it's what we call. Well, we call Stanley knife because it's the brand, and they call it exacto blade because it's the brand. So I'm just. Right. just yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. What's what? What's the ones? We call them. What do you call that then? I don't scalpel? know. It's a, a hobby knife. Hobby knife. Yeah. Hobby knife. Yeah, scalpel. Fair enough. But this is, a, this, is a, this is a Stanley blade because it's made by Stanley and that's all what you would call it. It's a yeah. Stanley. Um, cool. Um, what else do we want to do before we chuck I, it in the I, oven? I, I will... I'm just going to go chuck I it in the will... oven. Do you want me to just chuck it in the oven? I'm just going to chuck it in the oven. Well, do we want to... Um, vote in the chat. Do you want to... Uh, maybe we just finish up the video there and then we'll yeah. film it in the oven and post that separately so that we don't have to try and figure out how to do that one. Oh, I mean, not like literally. It'll I, mm, I won't have I won't have sound with me for some reason because when it, the phone only does push to talk. But I think I could probably figure this out. No, that, that's what that's what I mean. Like you just film it in the oven from your phone. Oh yeah. Separate from the live chat. So we finish up the live chat. Well, sorry, just finish up the live video. Conclude Why? that Why? part and then. Why not? It's separate. Why not? On. Why? Because it'll make it easier. Hmm. Well, I can just do it now, and then we can keep talking. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you want to. I mean, it'll take me two seconds. Just go but then, the but then it also it also be in it won't be in in, in potato definition as well. Oh, uh, you know. And yeah. we also don't know how long it's going to have to sit in the oven, and we don't want to have to sit here watching it in the oven for. This is true. Minutes. We've probably gone on long enough. Does anyone? Does anyone want me just to? Sh uh, yeah. Okay. I guess we can do it in the oven later. That's fine. Yeah. And you just maybe you just maybe sad. I was really looking forward to chucking it in the oven. No, do it. Just don't do it like right now. Do it in five minutes' time. We can okay. we'll wrap this up and then chuck it in the oven. Right. Well, do we want to throw it to our audience and ask them if they've got any more questions for either the Vault yeah. Talk or just for us in general? Oh, is it? We got some got some people typing, so we'll uh, maybe get some extra questions here and then we can wrap it up. So yeah, I haven't heard anything about hobby saw guys, so. Nice. I, I might, I might see fingers super, super hard cross if I can just get like a little plastic post or something garbage from CB, um, and we can take a look. Just sort of what it's like when you do a saw. I've got a Dremel as well with a grinding blade, so I can see whether a Dremel goes through it. Okay, we'll see. Uh, don't get, don't get your hopes up, but you never know. Yeah, well, it, looks like not, it doesn't look like we've got any more questions on the comment on the chat there, so cool. we might um, we might wrap it up there. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. We'll 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 get some uh, high def footage of our melting. brand new brand new plastic Vostok in the oven to uh, to share with you all as well. So can't wait. Right. So uh, on that note. Um...
Um, you've been listening. Look at all those unpainted miniatures in the background. Mm, I know. So mostly of it's mostly of it's defiance as well. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I can see like the Qui Gong or whatever his name is, uh, Eugene. Qui Gong Jin. Yeah. HMG. Yeah. Him. All right. Well, you've been you've been listening to Lost of Lieutenant. My name's Kevin. My name's Nick. I'm Jacob. Peace out. funny because you can't hear the music but i can I'm just vibing oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right oh that was fun good